This is Cultivate a Good Life, Episode 4, Kids and Technology. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for joining us again. I am Becky Higgins, and with me is my friend and co-host, Becky Proudfit. Hello, everybody. I'm ready today. You are? I'm so excited. You feeling it? I am so excited about this episode, for real. Yeah, no, this is a good one. I'm super excited. Before we go into this um, topic, though, what did you pull from the last episode that is like your takeaway, the thing that you're putting to use? What are you thinking? Well, for one thing, I think that after listening back to that episode, I think we're going to have to do some more episodes about this because I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear how Mm. you get through the tough stuff. Um, One thing that I have really done this week is we talked last time about singing out loud in your car by yourself. I've been doing it with one of my kids who is not a morning person. She is a grumpy little turkey in the morning and I've been singing with her and forcing her to sing with me and it's helping she participates begrudgingly but yes she does (laughs) wait so how is this helping her if she's doing it begrudgingly? (laughs) because you got to just really get her into it and then by the end she's ready to go okay it's working but you feel like it makes a difference it makes a difference not just for her but also for me because I'm being less annoyed with the fact that she's waking up annoyed yeah no, that's good. So that's well, what and I'm doing. honestly, like when we when we talk about what we learned and what we kind of gathered from the last episode and what we're trying, it isn't always going to be like I found the solution and it's working perfectly. You know, like we and just my ha- kids are perfect. Oh, my kids That'd are perfect. That'd be great. <laughs> They're perfect for me. Right. That is what it is. Well, yep. here's what I pulled from. This is something that we we talked about that I already know, but I felt like yeah, I need to really, really remember that. Remember when we were talking about how. As we're talking about going through the tough stuff and all the ways that we kind of get through that, but remembering that everyone has stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone has difficult things. Yeah. So for me, I've really been, that's what I'm thinking about the most since that episode is just looking around everywhere. People are smiling. People are not smiling. People are all over the place. But at the end of the day, there are good things happening to everyone and there are really difficult things happening for most people so I just I I guess what I'm saying is it makes me feel that much more compassionate and love and just um understanding understanding I was gonna say forgiveness but that sounds like people are offending me it's not that it's just being yeah being understanding and patient we can all be a little bit more patient so amen to that so you guys you are likely getting the sense that we feel super grateful that you are here and of course we are also very grateful to have the show sponsored because as you know our sponsors really are what is making this podcast possible so we are honored to share with you this week's sponsor it's me I'm the sponsor this week. And you know why? Because I think everyone needs to know about the BH Classroom. Educating runs through my veins. And one of my favorite things ever is seeing other people have major aha moments when they learn something that changes their life. My class is called Photo Tips and Workflow. 
The focus is on how to help you not only take better pictures with your phone, but I also help you to get a handle on all things related to pictures, organizing, sharing, and actually doing something with those pictures so that they're not trapped on your phone. The class is completely self-paced, which means you can go and sign up at any point and get through the content as quickly as you want or take your sweet time and chip away a little here and there. Guys, there's so many video demonstrations of me literally showing you the stuff that I'm talking about. Honestly, the best thing you can do is head over to classroom.beckyhiggins.com, and that's where you can check out the curriculum, get answers to some questions you may have before signing up, and there is even a short video of Becky telling you a bit more about her class. And since you are going to want to sign up, we want to be sure that you're saving $10, which is a discount that is not offered anywhere else, but it is here because it's our podcast. Mm -hmm. So be sure to enter Becky. 10 at checkout and get ready to up your photo game. As I said, I am extremely excited about this episode and I just want to share one of my favorite things about being a woman is learning from other women yes. who are awesome. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing that we're given this sisterhood that we can all learn from each other? And totally. today we have someone on the show who is an awesome powerhouse of a woman. Yes. We just love her. It's Becky Higgins' own Molly Ashton. I mean, I don't own her. But. <laughs> you can claim me. It's fine. I do claim her because she is a a force for good in this world as my dear friend. And Molly Ashton, we are super excited to have you on the show. Yay! Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So, the first guest. I know. Woo! She is. This is the first time that we are having a guest on the show. Yes. And this will be the first of many. And mm-hmm. Becky and I don't yet know what that looks like because we want to see how it goes and how you guys enjoy guests. And we'll kind of let that help us determine how often, how frequent yeah. um, we have guests on. But I'll tell you what, the list is long because like Becky said, we are we're blessed. We have we're literally surrounded by such incredible women mm-hmm. and physically, geographically, but also we're just, we're associated with so many powerhouses out there who just are doing good things that I want to, I would love to have on the show. So, but today we have Molly, who is our project manager here at Becky Higgins. And more important than that, she's just an incredible wife and mother and does a lot of good in the world. So Molly, tell us a little bit about you so everyone can get to know you better today. All right. Well, I'm the project manager here at Becky Higgins. I love my job. It's so much fun. I get to work with social media and our blog and VIPs and I get to do all of the fun stuff. I don't know how I got so lucky to have that particular job, but I love it so much. Um, I have four kids. I've been married to my husband, Andy, for 18 years, and we have four kids He's ages. He's a great guy, by the way. He I really mean, is. Like, we both scored big time. Yeah. I mean, for sure, on a daily basis, I'm like, I don't even know how I deserved him. But he's awesome. He's amazing. Um, we have four kids ages 8 to 15, and they are kind of my world. I love being a mom. I love also working. Like, it's a great balance, and I love it so much. And I'm super excited to talk today about um, kids and technology. It's been a little bit of a passion of mine the last couple of years and mm-hmm. something that I've really, really div- dove in into. Divid? 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 Went head first. Went head first. Right <laughs> right <into laughs> about that. Did not even dip her toe in that. She went full-blown 
cannonball into this topic. Yeah, which is really cool because that's that. This is the one thing that if you're not already familiar with the culture here at Becky Higgins, we do not separate personal and business. When we are personally experiencing things and and excited about things or researching things, we'll share it. And so when Molly was really diving into this topic for herself personally and and we were talking about it. It was just a no brainer. Molly, you've got to share this. You've got to talk about it. We, um, and we went there. Yeah. And yeah. Well, and I might add that, um, I did a Facebook live maybe Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago about Mm -hmm. this. And even in the last year and a half, my, my thoughts and opinions and research have even transitioned a little bit. So it's a constantly changing topic and it's important to revisit it. I think all the time well evolution is so important we can't just decide in our minds that we've figured it all out on any given topic and then call it good right so disclaimer yeah we have been extremely mindful and prayerful that we do not want this topic to be fear-based there is a lot of fear associated with the amount of exposure to technology and the internet and our kids and all the things that are out there this is not that kind of episode molly has some awesome tips, some awesome information for you. And we hope you walk away from this episode feeling empowered because really when you plug in to learn just a little bit more about technology, get a little bit more information, your kids are just that little bit safer. So for sure. That being said, can I also say one more thing? Sure. We've got a lot of listeners who don't yet have kids or maybe will not have kids for, you know, a whole slew of reasons. I think that this topic is still applicable. Well, first of all, if you if you're planning to have a family or you have little kids and they're not old enough yet to be, you know, really involved in technology, it is never too early to be thinking about this, to be talking about it and to feel really secure about where you are with it instead of being afraid of it and not talking about it and avoiding the topic. So, I just I think all I think all human beings should just be aware and be open about this dialogue. So that's well, and not why. even just for parenting, yeah. for how I engage mm-hmm. in social media, how I engage and protect myself from mm-hmm. content, how I'm engaging, um, you know, the way my kids see me see me engaging, the way the world sees me engaging, the way that it affects my social interactions in real life. It it's for everybody. It everybody is. needs to be mindful of these things for sure. Which is why this episode where we're talking about kids and technology is not going to be the only time that we talk about this topic. It yeah. will come up again and. Well, trust me, it will be coming up again in different ways. And so today the focus really is on kids and technology. And even though we could talk for days about this, Molly um, has really honed in and really focused on some very specific things that she's excited to share. So we'll let you dive right in. Where where do you want to kick this off? You know, let me just start by telling you a little bit more about my family and about my kids so you kind of can feel where my experience is coming from. I have a 15-year-old son a 12-year-old daughter, a 10-year-old son, and an 8-year-old daughter. And as we have explored in our family the use of electronics, we've been quite mindful about when they receive phones and what type of electronic devices they have. And currently, my 15-year-old and my 12-year-old both have a phone. And um, that's probably kind of where we'll stick with it. We'll wait till each kid turns 12 and see if that's about, you know the right time for them to get a phone. But for now, that's what we have. The younger two definitely use my phone or iPad or computer, you know, they all use technology. It Mm -hmm. is a part of their lives. It's a part of all of our lives. And it's not going away. And um, definitely, it's just something we all need to think about how we're going to navigate this electronic world. None of us grew up in a world like this. And I think so different. It's Mm -hmm. so different. So and do any of you feel like sometimes when I talk about this topic or kind of delve in and I almost feel like I want to pick my kids up and move to like 
like a secluded <laughs> farm somewhere. You've actually said that to me like, before. Yeah. Just surround us so I never I have to deal with this. And so but it, it's challenging dealing with it. it part sure. of cultivating a good life, as we know, is not avoiding those tough situations. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that's why Digging we are in. talking about it because I feel you, sister. Yeah. There that's why, you know, we had to kind of disclaim at the beginning, we this is not a fear based show that you're going to be listening to about this topic. There's plenty of that. There's a lot of things that are being shared and information that's being put out there that make us all want to crawl, crawl in a hole or move to, move to a ranch a, with zero Wi-Fi and no cell phone reception. That would be kind of amazing, right? Actually but But not productive. No. Amazing, but not productive. <laughs> right. We exactly. could still podcast from there. That would still work. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> so so we are here. It's 2018. Technology, like Molly's saying, it's very much a part of our life, as it should be. Huge blessings that come with technology, For having sure. said that. Absolutely. So today on the podcast, I want to talk um, about a few things. Number one, I'll address first is just the use of electronic devices in general and the amount of time we spend on electronics. Um, I want to go into a little bit about mature and graphic content and different filters that you can use. We'll talk a little bit about social media use. And then a little bit about video game usage because it all ties in together. Totally. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about just our general use of electronics, I was listening to a TED Talk by Simon Sinek, mm-hmm. and he talked all about the effects of media on this current generation. And it was it, it was really good. I'll encourage after you're done listening to this podcast, go listen to his TED Talk. And we'll, we'll make sure yeah. that we include that in the show notes. Um, we've already mentioned a couple of things. So just remember, guys, that you head to the blog at BeckyHiggins.com. Every time we mention a link, TED Talk, a blog post, Facebook Live, like we will make sure all of these are in the show notes. Excellent. So he talks a lot about dopamine and how mm-hmm. when we receive a text or a comment or a like on social media, it feels good. I mean... Come on, like it feels yeah. good to all of us, right? Like we love seeing our yep. Instagram posts get likes or comments and whatnot. But he talks about how highly addictive that is because of that dopamine. And um, because of that, this generation is having a harder time coping and having meaningful relationships. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. relationships and the accolades they're getting are from their devices. Sure. And it's causing higher rates of depression and all of those things that go along with turning to technology for the, you know, getting uplifted and for the accolades. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I listened to that, I was, it definitely gave me pause and it made me think I've got to figure out how to make sure my kids don't get um, sucked into that trap of constantly needing that reassurance from um, their phones. Yeah. So my husband and I looked at our own use of our devices and we decided we needed to put some rules into place that would, that would allow my children to see that the, our phones are not everything to us because mm-hmm. yeah, model through, the good behavior totally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you almost like I, I love that you're bringing this up first, Molly, because modeling is you can't expect your kids to do anything or make any changes if you yourself are really crappy at that very right. same thing. Totally. So totally, and you know it's hard because most of us as adults, our work is connected to our phone, absolutely, which we kind of have a hard time sometimes putting that down, and we want to be constantly connected to our to our work and our people and friends and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But um, again, that modeling behavior we realized was really important. So we set up a few boundaries for myself and my husband. One thing is that our phones are always put away during mealtimes. There will not be a time you'll walk into our house at dinner and you will see us with our phones at the table, number one. Number two, we have a place by our refrigerator where our phones charge. And when we walk in the door from work or from our activities, our phones get plugged in. Now, that doesn't mean we're not having to go and 
answer the phone or check right. check okay. a text message, but it's just not on us and attached to us. And it mm-hmm. helps because when our phone is attached to us, we're way more likely to pull it out and just mindlessly look at it. And you know what else? I've ta- I've talked to my kids about this is when it is on your person, it's in your pocket or on you in some way or next to you. I tell my kids, even if you're not on it, you are subconsciously thinking about it. Totally. You are, even if you your notifications are off. Yep. I'm saying if it that phone is physically near you, you there's no way for you to not to, have yeah. that in your subconscious. It's totally. there. Yep. Which really affects our ability to connect with other people, like you're saying. It's yeah. a, I mean, yeah, it's that's, a big deal. Yeah, that's so true. So true. Um, another. So you guys have a charging station. Is that kind of uh-huh. like what it is? And it's next to your fridge. So yep. it's in this common area, the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And um, people probably will ask, do you have a specific, um, like a charging block or, or something or a... Um, we like what yeah. is that? Um, our charging station by our refrigerator is not as good as our charging station in our bedroom because okay. we also have one in our bedroom where all the phones go at night. Okay. Um, in fact, we have a favorite thing that Carrie shared yes. that is a stand that holds all of the devices. I purchased devices. it. It's by my... You did? Where we did put, you see that when mm-hmm. we featured? Okay, yeah, we're going to make sure. Ours. Yeah, and it's, it's nice. Awesome. It has a spot for every mm-hmm. phone. And beyond that, it also it has Apple Watch stuff. You can be mm-hmm. watches every single yeah. thing. So that's where our kids turn We will their phones link in. these things in the show yes. notes as well because that I think that a lot of people just haven't put forth the, the energy to actually right. like designate mm-hmm. and, and you're going to inspire a lot of people. Let's have a designated, we, we call it a charging station, right? you know, or mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, tech, a tech spot, whatever right. you want to call it. But having it a little bit more organized makes everybody just feel a little bit better right. about the mess that technology kind of can create. Totally. So anyway, yeah. we'll link to those things. So we have two charging stations. One is in our kitchen and then one is in our bedroom, which mm-hmm. is where they turn everything in at night. Um, and then the, the last thing that my husband and I do, and this might seem silly, is we don't take our phones into the bathroom with us. That is not silly, That's not silly. at all. No. That is brilliant. Something I, think I somebody have realized to in the that. past yeah. six months that that has been something we've had to, to bring up. Mm-hmm. And that is a good – because to be honest with you, and I'm just going to go there, oh. even if I'm in the bathroom with my phone and mm-hmm. I know I have like six emails I need to respond to, like yeah. mm-hmm. let's be honest. Sometimes the only time I'm alone sitting down is in the bathroom, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so I – and that's gross. Yeah. Like yeah. from a hygienic standpoint, that's <laughs> yeah. not good. But really, mm-hmm. it's true. That's yeah. a really great – I mean, I know – thing to think about. I agree. Let's all – can we make a pact right now? Like yes. everybody – we're no. no more. Yeah. Like that's no more. That's yeah. gross. No more talking on the phone in the potty. Not okay. <laughs> I really hope I've never had a conversation with you when you've been on the potty. Please tell I me no. Probably certain you have. Yeah. I... <laughs> Are you serious, Molly? Well, I mean, I haven't in recent years, but wow. you know, that's I. I have. Okay. <laughs> I am Becky, and sometimes I talk on the phone in the bathroom, and don't tell Not you. Not from today no more no, no more. more you're done <laughs> that's gonna be my takeaway next seriously week. i'm gonna I ask think, you how that goes okay <laughs> i think it's amazing to because all of this is about being more present with our families totally as well. yeah and we don't realize that having the phone in the bathroom checking three mm-hmm. emails the amount of time now that you've been in the bathroom away from the family away from yeah. the kids it adds up and yeah. it's just one more thing to think about and also like there's nothing wrong with and in fact i am a huge advocate of stillness I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about this on many episodes. We have to take time to just be still and be quiet. If you're sitting on the potty, let that be stillness. Like, yeah. just be quiet. Be with your own thoughts. Becky, <laughs> just get off your phone. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. True story. Like, I mean, real. really, like, can we just be quiet? I'm not saying it has to be this, like, sacred little experience. I'm just saying, like, let's just be Meditate quiet. on the potty. Yeah. Meditate on the potty. That sounds like a great book idea. 
meditations for the potty potty time. (laughs) Seriously. I love it. Um, So then beyond that, we have rules in place for all of our kids. And it's really helpful if you (laughs) kind of start at the beginning with rules like this. Totally. Because if you try to implement them after they've had a phone for three years, it's never too late. I will say that. It's never too late. But right. And please you, don't be discouraged. I mean, for right. the love, I, I'm already excited about what takeaways I'm going to feel during this show that I want to implement. And we've had devices since for years. Forever. the kids were sucking thumbs. Totally. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, yeah. I didn't actually have thumb suckers, <laughs> but <laughs> since diapers. Sorry, so a few on. things that we do. The same rule applies to my kids. No um, phones at mealtimes or at family events, or I don't let them have their phones while they're doing homework because it's just every little text is a distraction. And mm-hmm. so they turn it into the charging station. Um, one big one, you guys, I don't let my kids be on their devices in the car because being in the car is the one time mm-hmm. during the day that I have their captive. They are. They'll talk to me. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not talking and we're listening to show tunes, some of my kids like them, some don't, but I do. <laughs> and we'll sing. And um, it's just a good time to talk. And I don't let their friends be on their devices either. Yeah, I love I'm, that. Like, and you know, they still think I'm the cool mom. Like I've wow. been told that I'm the cool mom. It's probably because you even sing though. with them. I love it. <laughs> well, let's be honest. We all know this from basic child psychology. Kids thrive with boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do need limits and boundaries. And that's important. It yeah. helps them to feel valued and important and special because they have adults, parents who care enough to be sure that they're going to be okay. Right. And that's what boundaries are for. And they will look different for everybody. Molly's sharing things that are working for her that I'm, I'm inspired about already, but I, we, we certainly don't want anyone thinking like, this is how we think it should be. And if you're not doing it this way, you kind of, you aren't mom and so great. That's not how we feel. No way. That's not at all what it is, but we are here as a community to inspire each other. And that's the goal. So our hope is that as we continue talking about this, make sure that you're really paying attention to the feelings that you're having, because something will stand out more to you than something else. And that's probably a prompting you need to run with, you know, really think about that. Absolutely. Piggybacking onto what you said, you cannot underestimate the value of a family road trip. So we have mm. just started implementing in the past year the no devices in the car. And if we're going on an extended road trip or whatever, we'll let the kids play for a finite amount of time. So an intentional 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. And then it's done. I went to a class and they said one of the things that is really kind of hindering the youth right now is that they don't have any time to be bored. Mm -hmm. And I never thought about that. But really, if I was bored, I had to figure it out. I had to go find something to do. I had to make a craft or play a game or whatever. And kids nowadays are not (laughs) having time to be bored. Right. And that's right. such an important skill. So we call it structured boredom time. I love it. And oh, my kids so kind of like grumble a little bit, but it's awesome. And we've been able to have great family talks or we'll listen to um, a CD together mm-hmm. or, you know, a, a, it's been great. That's, that's so awesome. cool. I really like it. Can I say something else? This is going to seem contrary to what you're talking about with the no technology in the cars idea. But this is, goes back to what I'm saying, where some ideas are going to apply and some you just need to make them work for you. Right. I, <clears throat> excuse me. Man, <laughs> I have been thinking about that because I've experimented with letting my kids be on their devices in the car so that they can get it out of their system so that by the time we get in the car, they are focused on homework. We are focused on family time. It's easier to put the phones away. True. And the question that I'm asking myself, and, and please understand, this is not like, this is my solution and this is what works for me. This is Becky in the middle of figuring this out mm-hmm. right now. And that is, well, if they're not on their phones in the car, 
and they've just had this full day of school and everything, mm-hmm. then when do they get that chance to do it when at home we're trying to do the family time and the um, homework and stuff like that? So that's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that out there. It's not something that we even have to figure out, but I love the point here is that I'm trying to be intentional yeah, about correct. what that looks like for us and for mm-hmm. our family, just like we are all trying to be intentional about that for our own re- respective families. And it's it's exciting. Yeah. I think the fact that we care enough to just be thinking about it is just worth mentioning. Totally. And so what that looks like for you, and in fact, on social media, when you go to at Cultivate a Good Life, regarding this podcast, we want you guys to chime in with those little things that are either working for you or mm-hmm. not working for you because we're going to be really excited to hear more of that feedback from you guys too. Yeah. So. No, I think that's a really good point. And my kids ride a bus home from school, so they actually are on their phones on the bus, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of their downtime and whatnot. Yeah. So it, it's very similar to what you're doing with your kids after school. So I love yeah. that, that that definitely could work as well. Um, let me go through the rest of these rules really quickly so we can move on. Um, we don't allow devices in restaurants. We were recently at a restaurant and one of my kids said, Mom, every single kid in this restaurant is on a phone or a device. Mm. And anyhow, I was so we're we don't eye opening. Yeah, super eye opening. One other thing, we do not allow devices on Sunday. It's the one day of the week. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. kind of like the structured boredom. It's that one day that they are kind of forced to reset and not think about the same thing. Yeah. And you I don't know about you, Becky, but for my kids, I see it and they love it. They love Mm Having me kind of knowing it's a rule, having I don't have to you tell be them. the bad guy to take it yeah. away, and then mm-hmm. I tell my kids all the time, make me the bad guy. Yeah, say sorry, my mom won't let me. T- it's mm-hmm. fine, make me the bad guy. But I think you're right; they really are grateful for that day when you've that you've given them totally without they, the devices. Well, I notice my kids play games, they bake together, they mm-hmm. nap on mm-hmm. their own, and again, yeah, it's fall. like they need to reset. And they then need you get to nap. Mm-hmm. Oh, blessed yes. be right. Anyway, I love it. Um. I also don't allow them to have devices before school. It's just too distracting. Um, On Saturdays, they can't have them before 11 a.m. And that was something that we instituted after a little while during the summer and Saturdays because I noticed they would wake up at 6 in the morning so they could be (laughs) texting their friends or playing a game. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. No, no, no. You guys need to sleep in. That has happened to us as well. Yeah. Yeah. So now they all sleep in because they know they can't get on their phone. Genius. So smart. You're gifting them sleep. Yes. And then, of course, they turn in their devices every night before bed and plug them in in my room I don't allow them to have their devices in their bedroom with the door closed especially they'll have Mm -hmm. them in there to listen to music sometimes and whatnot but we just really try to they they know that their device is not totally private to them and it Mm -hmm. is like needs to be open to me and to my husband and that we have full control over those if we see anything we like to remind our kids that they're not their devices right they're ours right Mm -hmm. we bought them and we're letting them use them. And because we trust them, they are able to use them. And if we cannot trust them, they will not. And that's, I mean, they're, they're ours. Yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah. the, I, just our kids understanding and remembering that these belong to us right. is helpful. You know, it's interesting. When I first got passionate about this topic, it was because I was worried about explicit content and pornography, which is what we'll talk about next. But over the years, it's become very evident to me that it really isn't all about that. I mean, that's a big problem, but it is it's the addictiveness of the electronic device in general, whether it's video games or social media or texting and group texts and Having a daughter that's almost a teaginger, it's like she's got mm-hmm. all these group chats going mm-hmm. with all these different people and all the time. Oh my well, goodness. think about the amount of input. Like if I had a bad oh experience gosh. at school, mm-hmm. I could go home <clears throat> and I could disengage from it. Yep. yep. And yeah, people could call me, but you know, that mm-hmm. took a lot of effort to like, you know, 
circle your finger around the rotary dial to right. do that. It was a lot so, of work. But now kids come home and there is no escape. There's no escape from that interaction. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing from from teenagers too is that if you are getting a slew of texts and you don't engage on an hourly or whatever basis, it starts to become like Problematic? a social faux pas-ish. Yeah. And so they're it's getting ridiculous. overwhelmed because they're like, if I don't respond, I'm not going to be included in this They'll group text. And the group it. text, they're, I'm going to get kicked off the group text. Okay, we need to talk with it's our crazy. kids about that. For sure. Because yeah. can you imagine, I mean, do we feel that way as adults? I don't. I don't. I, but maybe that's because No, I, but I can relate. If I know that I have, say that you've emailed me and yeah. I haven't ha- che- you know, checked my phone in eight hours, I can almost guarantee there's going to be some kind of important email I need to address. Right. I do start to feel that way after six to eight hours without my phone if I'm like oh, I really I have got to find a minute to sit oh, down sure. just because y- I you're don't right want I totally to. relate to that and because, so yeah I can yeah. I can relate a little bit but I can't imagine what they're feeling yeah I know our friendship is not contingent upon me responding to an email but otherwise these kids, kids. Yeah, yeah these kids it really like that's kind of their whole world is about their peers mm-hmm. yep. and yep. so I see what you're saying for sure it's a conversation that we need to have with the kids. Yeah. yeah. And you can't change their mind about how they feel about it because it's just how society is and how our youth are being exposed with technology these days. But we can help them shift their mentality right. about how they perceive that experience and how it's yeah. okay to say, hey, guys, I'm going to check out for the next couple of hours for family time. Like, mm-hmm. could that be amazing if more kids are actually saying that, sending that text right. to the groups or to the yeah. friends? What a good example that would set. And yeah. maybe it would help some other kids right. on that group text to think like, Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should, I don't or know, good interact with yeah. my family. Or, you know, oftentimes when you do things like that as a teenager, respect doesn't look the same as popularity. Right. But respect mm-hmm. is such a better thing mm-hmm. to have. For sure. Definitely. Um. So, um, like I said, we're just trying to help our kids form meaningful relationships and limiting screen time will hopefully help with that. Um. So now going on to explicit content, because that's, Something I want to talk briefly about and about the different filtering options there are for devices, because I know that's a big um, concern of a lot of people. And it used to be that boys were really the ones affected by pornography and Mm -hmm. mature content. But it's in recent studies, girls are just as affected. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing what it does to your brain. Um, I read a study that said the effects of pornography are nearly identical to those caused by other drugs, that it overloads the reward pathway with pleasure chemicals such as dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, and many others. It said the tidal wave of pleasure chemicals porn creates is much more intense than the reaction that would be produced by other more natural activities such as playing sports or hanging out with friends. Mm. That's just super chemical. There's a lot of chemical things that go on with all of that that people downplay too much. Right. And and there's really this whole industry of where money is being made hand over fist. And it used to be that it was the drug dealers. It was the drug dealers on the corner standing with the marijuana or whatever, you know, trying to get your kids hooked. But the drug dealers aren't even out there anymore. It's the it's the people behind those sites on the internet that are trying to attract your kids. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest Well and I think that's key is it's not just a passive activity. There are things that are trying they're actively trying to engage oh, yeah. right right a, a certain demographic right and so then you ask yourself well what is the best filter how do i keep this from ever coming yeah. across my kids and you guys the best filter is you 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 as a parent it is having that open communication with your kids it's being educated yourself 
Um, and even just listening to this podcast, this will give you enough education to give you get you started. Yeah. I remember when I used to think about it, it felt very overwhelming to me. And then once I dove in and really started learning, you know, you've got it. Like, it's not mm-hmm. that tricky. Um, but your kids need to know that they can talk to you, that if they run across something, they can come to you and that you will love them no matter what. Not if. When. 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 Yeah. Exactly. And we all know that, but I just had to say that right. because it will. We Everyone will be exposed. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Your child, you, your spouse, your best friend. Like, at that, it happens. Technolo- there yeah. are a lot of evil people, right? We know this. I'm stating the obvious that are are trying to tear down our society and that starts with families and individuals of course and so please keep in mind that this isn't like i wonder if my child has been exposed i wonder if they will be yes they have that they have or it will happen or and and so again going back to not wanting to be fear-based just have a just have a little reality check with Mm -hmm. yourself and remind yourself that this is a part of our unfortunate part of our world today Mm -hmm. but there is a way to navigate through that. And Molly, back to what you're saying, it is everything to do with your personal relationship and that open dialogue that you have with your child so that when they are exposed, they know and can feel comfortable coming to you and saying, mom, so this happened. Yeah. Well, and then, then you they don't know freak do. out. You there's, don't freak out. There's a series of steps to take. Right. One of my kids um, was exposed to pornography at school. Because they have access to computers at Mm -hmm. school and he was researching something totally innocent. And like you said, they have all the filters in place. And twice this has happened where something has snuck through the filter Mm -hmm. and and he's been exposed at school. And so being proactive, saying, okay, when this happens, you turn the computer off, you – Tell a teacher, you come mm-hmm, home, you mm-hmm. tell mom and dad, we'll talk you through it. And you don't yes. feel guilty oh, that you did something wrong. Right. Yeah. It's a very different scenario because mm-hmm. because we know that everyone will be exposed. It's yes. very, very – there's so much shame associated with pornography, for example, that we need to help the kids remember and remind ourselves that when that happens, that unless you are intentionally seeking it out, right. it is not your fault. That's why, Molly, you saying the best filter is you and that relationship and that open dialogue. You can have all the – where should have the best filters ever? Schools, I would think, right? right and yet sure. your son's yeah. seen it twice at mm-hmm. school. Well, yeah. there's only so much we can do on technological filters. Right. So our human filters, our human connection, our human openness to one another and to have the open dialogue and that level of trust that your kid knows that if you come if they come to you that you're not going to freak out that you're not going to shame them that you're not going to even for the love even if they are intentionally seeking it out because they got sucked into that right Mm -hmm. and they are finally able to share it with you the very last thing that any mother should do in my opinion is freak out totally that will send them a very clear message that there should be shame and you are very disappointed and that there's no recovery well that's the opposite that we would want our kids to feel Oh, for sure. And one thing for me that I've kind of talked myself through, because I'm not a person that would be totally prepared. If if one of my kids came to me and said, Mom, I have to talk to you. Yeah. I've been looking at pornography. Mm-hmm. That immediately the fear would come in. And sometimes when we're in that fear cycle, our responses can be not what we want them to be. And so one thing that we all might think about doing is planning a response in your mind to yes. say, okay, when and if this happens, when it happens, these are the words I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. These are the words I'm going to speak. This is the love I'm going to show. Mm-hmm. Because then when I have that response kind of pre-worked out in my mind, mm-hmm. 
I can be more intentional with what mm-hmm. I'm speaking. Can I can I encourage one specific thing that we should Absolutely. all I'd practice in our it. minds for sure is gratitude. Express mm-hmm. gratitude to your child that they well, felt yeah. loved enough that they know that they could come to you and say, Mom, this is what's going on. And that immediate in- expression of Thank you for telling me because together we're going to get through it. Yeah, that's because awesome. had you not shared this with me, had I not found out, then you would be on your own and that would suck. Mm-hmm. So thank you, bud. Thank you, sis. Thanks for coming to me. Let's Great talk advice. about it and yeah. let's we'll yeah. get through it together for sure. Yeah. Um, now that being said, I still have done everything I can in my power to filter our devices because yeah. I really feel that I need to help my kids. I can't just give them the drug and put it in their hand and let them decide if they're best of luck to you yeah Yeah. well and they're the four the what is it the frontal 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 vortex it's not even fully developed until you're like 25 exactly i mean that's that's a for real thing and so i mean our their brains are just not even to the point that our brains are they they chemically are not prepared to make the types of decisions that we as adults make and yet they're being exposed to things that would have blown our minds if we were you know, back when we were kids. So absolutely. Yeah. So I be, I begin with the device itself on cell phones, iPods, iPads, there is the ability to put restrictions on them. And I um, have had restrictions on all of our devices, even myself and my husband, all of our devices have restrictions. And I'm the only one with the password to those. My husband doesn't even know it. I have a really secret password that no one will ever figure out. Um, Does it have to do with ice cream? No, not at all. Um, Anyway, it's so we put the restrictions on and I don't allow for my kids to add or delete apps. And that I think is one that parents don't necessarily always think about. They can tell their child they can't have a social media account or they can't do this. But when they're away from you, if they can add an app on and delete it before mm-hmm. you see the phone, mm-hmm. they might do that. So my kids can add apps. They just have to ask me and I have to put the password in. And that's just one thing I do. I don't have internet on my kids' phones. We've removed Safari altogether. And that's because I don't feel like I want my kids to have the internet in their pocket with them at all times. Now, if they need to get on the internet, we have several computers at home they can use. But as far as their phone, I don't feel, my husband doesn't feel that they need that access. Now, that may change eventually. Everything is changing, even from, like I said, two years ago when I first researched this, Mm -hmm. we've made some changes. But for now, Mm -hmm. 15 and under, they have never had a use for internet on their phone. If they want to Google something, they'll use my phone if we're out and about. Um, That is just one thing I try to do to keep them safe. On your computers, it's really important to enable safe search on um, like on Google Chrome or whatnot and to remove incognito. Um, If you don't know what incognito is, it's the ability to open a web page and search without any record of that ever. And why um, would anyone need that? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I just no good can come from that. Right. In fact, what's interesting, a friend of mine just texted me three nights ago and she's like, please tell me about what you do to filter. I just realized one of my kids knows what incognito mode is and I didn't even know he did and Mm -hmm. helped me. And Mm -hmm. she immediately that night was ordering things from Amazon. And I'm like, this is great timing because here we are about to do this podcast. But yeah, there's nothing really good. Can I point something out that we have just come across in the past actually few weeks? Okay. Um, So we are the same. Our kids' phones don't have any Safari. We've disabled it entirely. Um, In addition, we have uh, another filter system that I think you're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. But... One thing that I have just learned is if you have family sharing on your Apple accounts, which most of us probably do, if there is an app and your accounts are linked to your kids' iCloud, um, when you go under apps, 
that have been downloaded. If you as a parent have downloaded an app, your child can download it without a passcode, even if in Hmm. the app store, because all of ours, it's the same thing. They have to have Mm -hmm. a passcode for any app they download and they don't have the passcode. They can download any app that you have downloaded. But now Mm -hmm. in the restrictions, is it turned off downloading apps? Because I don't think they can if in your phone restrictions, restrictions. downloading apps is turned off and they literally can't. I know what you're talking about, about the iCloud password. So you have to go into settings then because mm-hmm. same thing. We have the – they don't have their I, their iTunes or their Apple passwords. We have those. Yeah. So then I go into go general. Into or I go settings, general, and then go restrictions. to restrictions. Yep. Okay. I'm going to look at that today. I and I think that, and that was just I also I think that out. we should kind yeah. of write these steps out yes. and we'll put we them in the We'll have the pragmatic show. list of yes. steps yes. in the show notes. Becky yeah. and Molly, both of you, stop touching the table. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I can't, we're getting I'm passionate about the topic. <laughs> I mean, I am today's sound engineer, and yes. I'm, every time we touch the table, I'm like, we're oh. Like, oh. Um, I was just going to finish on that and say that we will make sure that we have that um, typed out. If any of you know me, you probably know of my techie brother, Kevin, and he's all over this kind of stuff, too. We'll make mm-hmm. sure that if there's anything else he wants to add in, in there. But we will spell sure. it out and put these um, in the show notes. Perfect. Um, we also, I encourage you to filter your content from the internet provider. Circle by Disney is our go-to favorite. Love it, love it, love it. I We have a lot of friends that love oh, Circle. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. It's and so it's good. from Disney. Yeah. I hear Shockingly, you guys like Disney. Yeah. I don't have that one. Oh, <gasps> I know. I'm feeling... Is that your takeaway today? Let's it's... be honest. My husband picked it and... Oh, okay. So there's also Open DNS and K9. Yes. There's a lot of different we have options. Okay. Circle just seemed to work the best. We tried all of them on our um, It's pretty user-friendly too. Provider. Circle cool. from what super, I'm understanding. Yeah, super user-friendly. Is it free or You pay like $99 okay. for the device and uh-huh. then you never have to pay for it again. Okay. You can get Circle monitoring on your um, devices, phones, and that's like a monthly fee of $10. But because we don't allow internet on our phones, we haven't felt the need for okay. that at this right. point. But it is free. But here's the other cool thing. My friend who texted me, she said, if they figure out a way to get on incognito, will the circle block it? So I got one of my computers turned in, you know, got incognito on. I pulled up a window. I searched something and it blocked it. Okay. So literally the circle, it really seems wow. to be blocking everything. That's and great. Cool. And a, one little story. I had one of my children um, Google something and the word naked was in that Google search or mm-hmm. nude. The word nude was in that Google search. Um, and guess what? All these pictures of nude colored makeup popped up. So oh, yay! I was, you know, like, hey, it worked. Anyway, <laughs> that is the best story ever. Yeah, that's a whole other story. But that I actually shared about on the Facebook Live. It was a good learning experience for us. No kidding. Anyway, so that is awesome. And everyone can have their own profiles on Circle. So you can have some people are filtered more than mm-hmm. others. And then when my kids' friends come into our house, they all have their – they pop onto the Circle one time and their stuff is being filtered. I just – I really think it's important that my home is a sanctuary that if anyone comes into my home, mm-hmm. their parents know that I'm doing what I can to protect them. I yeah. love that. I, I love, love that moms too. like you where I can send I my kids and I know that it's not all on my kids. Totally. That's awesome. And that's my inner control freak right there. I have kids over all the time yeah. and times 10 more than they go to anyone else's house because I, I, it's, I guess it's a control issue or it's a – it's it, a, you know what? If you're going to have a control issue, that is that's a, a good one to have. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So then there's also monitoring software. And we have something called Accountable to You. Again, we'll put that in the blog post or in the show notes. It's not a filter, but it literally tracks every single 
thing that goes into your computer. Every Google search, every mm-hmm. we have this website. Too. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. The funny. It's actually kind of funny. Let's be honest. It's really? super it's funny. Out, totally. Like I just got something the other day. I can't remember what it was, but it alerts you when there are questionable things that yeah. are searched mm-hmm. and or emails that are questionable. Well, my husband for his work, they do a little secret Santa thing every Christmas. It's a big company, and right. So they have this whole. Is, so I was getting notices from my husband's computer that he was looking at this secret Santa meetup. And so I think because it was flagging <laughs> secret, secret and meetup. Uh-huh. Oh, dear. So I, I screenshot it because I would get all these notices in my email. So I screenshot it to him. And I'm like, what are you doing at your secret Santa meetup? You know, and anyway, <laughs> kind of funny. But we've had two instances where it literally saved one of my children from I mean, it was fine. It was the one who typed in the word nude. She mm-hmm. didn't see anything anyway. But it was a really important conversation we needed to have. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. didn't realize we needed to have it. Yeah. And I got an alert in real time. Within 30 seconds of her putting that Google search in, I had a text yeah. message that told me what was searched. And that's so awesome. And this is all through Circle? No, no this, this is through is the, accountable to you. the monitoring. Okay. Yep. Accountable to you. Accountable okay. to you. It's super cool. And it's I, it is a small monthly fee, but for me, it's just that peace of mind knowing that anything yeah. go, I see what's being typed in. And there. it yeah. also could have alerted you to like go buy like an elf costume oh. or something oh. if it was yeah. a secret Santa meetup. Just oh. true, mm. so true. Mm. Could have made that happen. Are you buying an elf costume this year? Is that what you're saying? What, you Are know you? what? Would I, I like to keep my marriage strong and healthy? <laughs> Whatever you got to do. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Proudfit. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Seriously. Um, Okay, so we've talked about the filtering and monitoring um, time limits on devices. The latest iOS update is amazing because it allows you to put time limits in. And it's been really awesome. We can put in texting, you know, just my daughter is texting a lot on all of her group chats that we've talked yeah. about. Is this all in settings, by uh-huh. the way? I haven't done mm-hmm. it yet because the update, I mean, we're we're recording this in October of 2018 just for right. perspective because we, yeah. we know that people will listen back to this um, many for years. the rest years. of their life. <laughs> when it's update number 12,000. I know, seriously. Truthfully, though, I will probably listen to this podcast back several oh, times to get all of the yes. different nuggets out. Yes, for sure. lots of little McNuggets in here. McNuggets. So, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I haven't actually done it. My husband is the one who takes care of okay, like I'm the monitor but like my daughter last night had to request more text message time and mm-hmm. they're on fall break right now so we let them have their phones a little bit later and he was able to remotely give her 10 more minutes so she could kind of finish yeah. up her conversations mm-hmm. with her chats and Man, get that done talk about keeping you in check oh yeah also yeah. It's really cool. parents out there in case you're wondering and we'll go into video games a little bit more in the end but this feature with time restrictions is also available on your child's Xbox, their PlayStation, Nintendo Switch. Um, we, all of these things, have time restriction settings. Okay, and that's, that's cool to know. I need to talk to you more about that because oh, I that's haven't like done the that biggest on our one. gaming systems. Because my kids aren't super into video games, yeah. so we haven't had to worry too much about it. So it, it, just to make sure we're not leaving that too vague, because I'm intrigued as well. Is that something we would just put in the show notes, or can you... How does one do that on all of these different gaming devices or gaming platforms? Like, is it all in settings? Do you so know? I know. Did how your to husband do, do it? Of course, my husband. Okay, did it. so we can have him genius. add. But um, we, you know, what we should do is in what? show notes. I've just made a unanimous decision here with myself i am going to have um one of the husbands the tech savvy people go through and make a video of this is where you go here's the phone here's the xbox go to this go to this go to this genius we're gonna do that thank you for that unanimous decision so you're welcome listeners for becky so you know what to do i wouldn't have known what to do yeah yeah because i think it's great to talk about these things but i also when i 
like circle, for example, mm-hmm. I, I've known about it. I've known my friends love it. I still haven't applied. It. I still haven't gotten it. And I think part of that's just because my list is so long of right. all the things, not because it's not a priority, but let's be honest, it hasn't been apparently, right. apparently because I haven't done it. You can still. get circle on Amazon prime too. So well, you can oh, yeah, we're talking. The next you'll day. have it the next day. That's you can amazing. get an Amazon prime moves right to the top of my list. So I know. Yeah. Much Seriously. better chance of me implementing That's good oh, for sure. And we will put that link yeah. in the show notes yeah. because mm-hmm. it's one of our favorite things yeah. on our website as well. Awesome. Um, the, on, on the update with the time restrictions, and I'm sorry, we're just talking about iOS. I don't know. Android probably has something similar, but you can limit Instagram 30 minutes a day, Facebook 20 minutes a day. I mean, you can mm-hmm. literally so you can do it per app. I Oh, that's wow. Okay. I might be lying, but I'm pretty sure. I, if that's, not Apple, we're going to need that. Well, yeah. the other that's thing the is next update. there's another app that I also love called Our Pact. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that has the exact same type of thing. Yeah. You can you can remotely just turn off all of the apps your kids are using. You can turn I don't know what games they play, but you can turn off the games if you think they're using yeah. a game too much. You can turn off the social media or if it's like they're sassing you. You're like, oh, well, here we go. We're turning off all this stuff. Mm. You can now make phone calls and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I love. You can now call your mother and that is it. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Until you apologize. So I do love that these companies are coming out with these things to help us because it's there encouraging. is. It's encouraging because yeah. I think the world is realizing that the time spent has become a detriment to yeah. our lives. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so moving on, we're going to briefly touch on social media. Social media can kind of be a hot topic, and um, which is why it really will be its uh, it, own. It social really will be its own show. Its own yeah. Social media show. is is a loaded topic and an exciting topic because yeah. there's so much greatness that can come from social media usage, um, particularly with us as adults, kids. You know, that's kind of its own. So we'll touch on it, like Molly yeah. said, but just keep in mind that we really do like. We feel all fired up about that topic in and of itself. And if you just want to um, have a little bit more, what we'll also put in the show notes is a link to a blog post I did a while back. It's actually called Social Media Tips for Teens and for Us. And it is really kind of something I put together um, with an acronym and everything um, that really kind of helps teens to think through not everything because you, you right. can't really cover everything in one sitting, but it's a really helpful resource that we hope will be helpful to you. So mm-hmm. we we will link to that. But you did want to share something about social media, at least touch on that today. Definitely. Just a few things. Um, like Becky said, social media can definitely be used for good. I happen to enter a lot of contests on social media and I happen to like win contests a lot. And so that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, there's that's also, kind of you fun. know, great quotes and really uplifting things. I learn a lot about makeup tips on social media i mean it's fine all social of it is great it's fun no it is like there's in well, fact i i want to do a whole episode about what is awesome about social yeah. media because it gets such a bad rap too and yeah. i'm like oh my gosh dude like you know how many blessings have come into my life because yeah. of social media oh yeah really yeah. like i really feel strongly that that needs to be addressed we'll do that another time that's a great episode idea though i know but, i mean but, i'll tell about all the things i want i recently won a tray of chick-fil-a chicken nuggets on what? instagram <laughs> molly and addressed to win at life. Molly, can I you, love winning things. Can we have a meeting later today and <laughs> you, you can know show me? Because I am just becoming social media life. Yeah, savvy. But I'm like in like the K through 8 of social media. I'm like maybe like mm, first quarter, first grade. So I really need to be <laughs> You guys follow Becky savvy. Proudfit on Instagram and tell her what she's doing right and she'll just feel really motivated to keep <laughs> on going. Or just tell me 
that I suck at it. No, you and don't. And you know what? You come and you can laugh at me. I am comfortable <laughs> with that. Um, I just have to say this. Molly not only loves to win at life and win everything, but you understand what comes with that. She's very competitive. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, I she, You do not want to go up against her um, on winning anything. No, you want to arm wrestle right now? I'll show you how competitive I am. <laughs> but then everyone can't see it. That's I'm true. actually a good thigh wrestler. Oh. So we may want to consider that. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. I I need to see this in action. I think I understand what it'll be up on the social media later today. Yeah, (laughs) it will be Molly and Becky. Let's be clear. I will be filming, and the two of you will be on the green rug at the front of the office. Okay, Um, I'm ready. Thigh wrestling? Can we not just call it leg wrestling? Is it different? Well, like I guess really it is. I mean, well, it is. Can we just call it leg wrestling? Go to at Cultivate a Good Life, and you can. We are See no like for real. We are now officially obligated to okay. make that video and post I'm it ready. on. Oh, I'm oh. ready too. Let's but go. I think Molly. I've never done it. She's really competitive. Are you wearing a skirt today? I'm not. Okay. I'm wearing pants. Okay. We're good to go. Anyway, so about what we were talking about. So while there's so much good, there is explicit content on social media. And as much as you think that. Even Pinterest. Even Pinterest. Every single social media account. Everything has explicit content. And a lot of it you don't have any desire to see. In fact, one time a story a couple of years ago, there was a hashtag we used. I don't know if Becky remembers this, but I slightly messed up one of the letters. Mm. I was posting for Becky while she was out of town. Oh, no. And anyway, I... No, I, I put in the word hashtag testimonial instead of hashtag Project Life testimonial. Uh-huh. And every single picture on that hashtag testimonial was the most explicit graphic Seriously? content you've oh, ever seen. No. It was Becky that bad. thought, oh, you saw it and you texted me and you're like, oh, did I? Because you, oh, you were not able oh, right. to. And it was because it's those drug dealers. It's those people who are trying to get mm-hmm. our kids to suck mm-hmm. into this horrible pornography industry that have just overtaken this whatever innocent hashtag so you just never know and you guys it was horrible 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 i can't even explain it we can probably I all have, tell stories yeah, i have a of, crazy experience yeah. with this so one of my oldest has been kind of asking for instagram thus far my oldest is 14 we have not um allowed them to have social media mm-hmm. boy or a girl I, it's boy. a boy okay. you know what and maybe for this particular child i just don't you know we're, we haven't done yet but in the process of um you know, talking it over with my husband, going over pros and cons, I decided I wanted to see how easy it would be to access pornography on Instagram. And so I typed just in the search bar, boobs, boobs, like I, <laughs> yeah, just a bunch. Yeah, I, yeah. I tried to use scientific terms. I tried to use mm-hmm. slang terms and mm-hmm. I am not kidding you within 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. I found multiple full blown porn. Now yep. here's the part that really is kind of funny, but really awful. Because I had searched for those things, oh, every yep. single person oh, who yeah. was friends with me yep. was then spammed yeah. and had friend oh. requests for porn accounts. So what you're typing in your search bar, your friends will get content based on – so. So, who you're friends with on social media yes. is extremely important. Yeah. Oh, because, because their content, what, yes, and their what they're suggestions. Finding, yes, suggest, mm-hmm. suge- was it, is it called suggestions? I think it's called suggest, suggested yeah. Instagram. pages or and something. This yeah. is Instagram. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, and I've learned that too, is like, I like I get a ton. This so is ladies, a- I'm sorry that you were spammed <laughs> with pornography you're about so six rude. months ago. Seriously. My fault. I don't think I was following you six months ago. It's a good thing. <gasps> I'm sorry. You're Heck, welcome. That was me. No, we just weren't there yet in our relationship. <laughs> I mean, I what probably... if I was following you six months ago? <laughs> it's not always going to be equal, you know. Molly. Listen, I got to say what I found. Molly. This is what oh, yeah. when my in my suggested, and I don't go there very often, but 
just this morning, um, you guys probably already saw it on the Instagram, on Becky Higgins LLC Instagram, is this video of a baby laughing yeah. hysterically. Like, it's if it doesn't bring you joy, I don't know what will. I found that in the suggested. I oh. hardly go there, but for some reason I went yeah. there. And it was right there. I don't know who the person was. I for sure got her permission before I shared it. And now we're new besties, and that's all great. But anyway, the thing that keeps popping up in my suggested is gender reveal parties. Oh, So I'm like, who mm-hmm. of my friends loves these gender reveal parties. Totally. And so that's going Someone's back to pregnant. where we, I know, seriously, going back to what we're talking about, I forget who said it, but it is really important who you're friends with and yeah. who else you're following. Mm-hmm. The stuff that they are seeking out and they are searching for will come up in your suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Be choosy with friends in life. Be oh, choosy geez. with friends on, on the internet. Well, on social seriously. Media. You know, Becky, my son is 15, so he's just a little bit older than your yeah. son. And we have been um, kind of fighting that social media game yeah. with him. Not actually fighting. We have great conversations. Right. He's an amazing young man. Um, but, but he it, desires probably to mm-hmm. right, have that on his phone. Right? Everyone has that. Yeah. But we yeah. came up with an agreement about six months ago, right around his 15th birthday, that he could have an Instagram account on my phone. Yeah. So it, great solution. the only time he looks at it is on my phone. So I'm there usually and I can then see all of his suggested content, whatever. And you know what? He's posting whenever he wants. I let him have it anytime he wants. Mm -hmm. Mom, can I post on Instagram? Sure. I would love to have. That's totally fine. And he's able to do Instagram stories and he's able to have that little connection. But I'm still holding on to that little bit of like, I want to do everything I can to keep him safe. Again, this may change because two years ago he didn't have Instagram at all. Now he right. has this. It's baby steps, and it's mm-hmm. it's training, right? Training. It's about training, mm-hmm. them letting and giving them piece oh. by piece. It's so you know that they can navigate. My oldest went through Becky boot camp, social Becky media Becky boot camp <laughs> before he was allowed yeah. on Instagram. And yeah. that again, we're going back to what we've already said, but it's such a personal right. choice. And right. I won't say just a parenting choice; it's a child by child. child, by child. We are not that family sure. that says at this age this is what right. all of our kids are allowed, or at this age this is when they can or cannot do something or whatever Mm -hmm. we take it child by child and our kids do not take offense they understand because that's how they've been raised that someone may be getting something at a different time or a different age than someone else and it it is not it's not because we trust someone more than others it's based on we try to go by where we feel in our heart is the right thing to do or the right decision to make per child per decision for sure totally i agree with that completely um we pro- hopefully will we don't like Snapchat at all. Um, there was some Preach. instances on yeah. the bus last year, my son going to and from soccer games, which they have to write on the bus with mm-hmm. the school. Mm-hmm. And um, almost every single time they were on the bus, he came home to tell me that all of the boys were trying to show him nudes. They call yep. them nudes that the girls are sending. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't understand. My son did, but the other boys didn't understand. That's pornography. Just It's a girl you know sending you a nude photograph. That is pornography. They yep. didn't see the correlation. Anyhow, wow. um, that was all through Snapchat. They're yep. coming through Snapchat. And thankfully, my son, we have this open communication. He talks to me like, like crazy which I love 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 that's amazing um soak that in totally he immediately told me about it and he's like I don't want to ride the bus anymore I don't want them shoving this in my face Mm -hmm. I don't have you know whatnot but then he's also been made to made fun of a little bit that he doesn't think it's cool and Mm -hmm. I'm like you know what bud you keep standing up for yourself and in a few years you'll be done with high school and it doesn't even matter and not just standing up for himself when we're having these conversations with our kids let's remind them that they are standing up for what is good and right and they're standing up and representing the greater good and they that will hopefully have an influence on other kids to stand up for something that they believe is morally right because you know there are kids on that bus that are feeling that same way and maybe don't totally. have the courage. Right. To All it takes up. is one kid to be the one that stands up. We tell our kids, 
if you're feeling a little bit weird at school, you're probably on the right track. Yeah, totally. To stand out, to be different, you might be a little weird. Yeah. Embrace. I love embrace that. Look at your mamas. They're I weird. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Big weirdos us. that nature. Um, there are other apps that you may think are totally um, innocent. Musically is one that in the recent six or seven months I've mm-hmm. really researched a lot on, and that's one that we will never have on our phones. It, yeah. It can be awful. Um, the other thing about social media is the comparison that our kids are seeing with other mm-hmm. people. And being left we, out. Yeah, yeah being looted. left out. I will tell you, part of me loves that my kids don't have social media because I follow some of their friends. Like, I'll follow their friends yeah, so I can see what's going I on. Too. And I see what they're doing. And I'm like, my daughter doesn't have to know that she wasn't invited to this party and right, let's yeah. move on. And, you know, when we were kids, we didn't know what was going on half no. the time. We didn't mm-hmm. know who was hanging out with who, but now it is in your face every day. And, you know, it's interesting. My sister has, um, her 14 year old has kind of been grumpy lately and struggling and, and she is on social media 24 hours a day. I mean, she just Mm -hmm. really is. And my direct correlation, my sister Mm -hmm. and I are very different in our theories on our children and how they use their devices. And I said to her, I said, you know what, you might want to just help her take a break because Mm -hmm. I really think it's because of this and mm-hmm. we'll see I don't know if she'll take a break or not but can I piggyback on that absolutely. um so our daughter is currently 13 and Claire does not have I'm going to say this with air quotes does not have social media she really enjoys YouTube she watches mm-hmm. DIYers she watches she has these crafty mm-hmm. and then she's got these like teeny bopper yeah. accounts that she enjoys which I'm like mm, I don't think so like let's just be careful about well anyway speaking of your niece it sounds like Claire was going through something kind of recent that's similar where I could just tell her demeanor was different. And the first thing that I said to her when we were able to have a heart to heart about it, about this situation is let's see what happens when you take a break from YouTube. Cause YouTube, by the way, is social media. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very much, I think people think of social media as that direct, like you're mm-hmm. engaging in back and forth on right. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever. YouTube is also another social media channel and it has helped that's and she awesome. has scaled back. And and so like I told her, and I'll say it here, these social media channels in and of themselves are not inherently bad, bad and right. evil, but your use of them and your intent with them and the amount of time you spend on them can be can change your demeanor, can it can change your, mm-hmm. um, the way that you treat other people mm-hmm. and it can change your, it can, well, I mean, if you go down the wrong path and you take it way too far, which let's hope that we never see this in our direct lives or with people that we care about, it can change who you are and destroy right. your connections. Right. So we really have to be more intentional about that for with, for with ourselves, model that, and then make sure we have that open dialogue with our kids as well. Well, what I think is so cool about that is I had a similar experience with Hayden last year. He was gone for three weeks on a trip, and he was not allowed to have any electronics during that three weeks. And he came home, and I have never seen my son with such light in his eyes, and he was happy, and he... That's amazing. Just, it was amazing. And about a week later, he kind of started acting up just a little bit and was... Um, kind of acting different Mm -hmm. and we sat him down and we said what do you see compared to where you were a week ago and he himself realized it was because he was on electronics and he said for him to realize that totally and he has been able to self-regulate that and we've hardly had to give him any rules since then about his usage you know anyhow but moving on um The last thing we were going to talk about was the time spent on video games. And I think it just goes down to everything we're talking about with the YouTube, with Mm -hmm. the time on Because now video games really are 
also kind of a social media oh, yeah. platform. They've become They're that interactive way. and oh yeah. 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 So my biggest, you know, my biggest piece of advice is have open communication. Try to limit time as much as possible. Make sure your kids know that you're going to love them no matter what and that they feel love and that they feel empowered and that they feel like they kind of have control over these devices as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that can really, really help. And one other thing I was going to mention is that if your kids want apps, like if they want to download a certain app, please do your homework. There are a few that I would, you would never, ever, ever think were, um, were bad or had explicit content. But if you Google it, it, just educate yourself before you download apps onto your kids' Mm -hmm. devices. Those rating systems are not always super no accurate. accurate no no well and what yeah, i mean yeah what the world deems appropriate for a 14 year old maybe is not what we want in our 14 year old's life yeah right no right. kidding no kidding okay is that is that that's about it oh, dang, i girl. think we're gonna have to girls agree with me now we're gonna have to have molly ashton come back because i think this video gaming segment is in something that we could do an entire yeah. show on and i, I know molly like has lots of great information about that well, there's also sure. really good um, resources out there that I would mm-hmm. love us to even look into a little bit more as we prepare to have that um, topic covered. I know that, I've got a book uh-huh. I cannot wait to share with you guys. Well, and you've told me about this book, so yeah, life I think be- changing. Yeah, before we do that episode and dive in deeper on that, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm but it's very much looking forward. We're to gonna that. do it. I will say one more thing that I didn't squeeze in earlier, but this is a very high level thing as we wrap up here. Um, as a child growing up. I felt trusted by my parents. And we live in a day where we have so much to worry about. Sorry, I'm going to be just emotional because I'm. we have so much to worry about. We have so much reason to fear. But can we just give the kids the benefit of the doubt? They're not inherently evil. They're not trying to be bad. They just get a lot of stuff shoved in their face all the time. Mm-hmm. We all do. For sure. And I think about the way my parents raised me. And with that specific thing of trust – and because I felt trusted, I didn't want to make bad decisions. And so I try, even when I worry and I, I want to go peek over their shoulder and I want to hover and I have the tendencies and maybe I want to be the helicopter mom in that moment and, and just make sure they're not, yes, mm-hmm. we need to be protective. Yes, we need to have boundaries. We need to have rules. We need to put these protections in place and we can trust our kids. Does it mean that they're never going to make a bad choice? No, of course not. But if they feel trusted, my personal experience is that they will be more likely to want to keep and retain your trust sure, and not yeah. break that. Yeah. So, well, and when I your parents that. trust you, the voice inside your head says to trust yourself. Yeah. And that is crucial. Absolutely. Amen. All right, guys, we have been enlightened today, even just talking about it. We're all feeling really inspired. I can tell, I can feel it. I hope that you are feeling it. Pointing, pointing you back to the blog at BeckyHiggins.com because that is where we will have those show notes. We will make sure that we include all of those things that we talked about on a very, you know, some of the stuff that we need to break down, links and things like that. Be sure you are following us on Instagram at Cultivate a Good Life. But more importantly, don't just follow us. Engage in this conversation. Engage in this conversation, what we talked about today. Let's talk about and support one another and help give each other ideas Also, if you have ideas on other topics that you think we should cover, 
for the love, just send us Let a us note. Know. Seriously, podcast at beckyhiggins.com is the email. And of course, you know by now, and I'm going to keep on saying it, it means the world to us if you can leave a review on iTunes because then we can, um, this podcast can become even more widely available to so many more people that we think can benefit from what we're sharing. And even if you're not leaving a review on iTunes, just tell your friends. Whether you post it on social media or you mention it in conversation, if you can share with others what you are loving about Cultivate a Good Life, we would be super, super grateful. And last but not least, make sure that if you are um, even curious about what you might be able to benefit from in taking my online class, classroom.beckyhiggins.com is where you can see a little sneak peek video, get a look at the curriculum. And when you purchase that class, because I just feel like you are, because you're going to learn some photo tips and workflow that will change your life, make sure you enter Becky10 at checkout and that will save you 10%. And Molly, you've, you've actually like you completed the course. Becky's oh, in the yeah. middle of it. Middle. She's still getting through it. Oh, it was so good, you guys. Even I feel like I take pretty good cell phone pictures. You and do. I'm quite a photographer, like as far as wanting to document the everyday. Competitive. But yes, yes, that's <laughs> right. Um, you should see how many pictures are in my camera roll. I Becky talks about deleting. I haven't done that yet. I just am not as good at about, about deleting my photos. But anyhow, that's okay. I learned how to take action photos much better with my kids and using the burst mode and being able to get some good photos that aren't super blurry. It's so fun. Um, and I love them. And anyway, the whole class is awesome. And I was a model for part of the class. So that's my yes. favorite part to watch. But, um, <laughs> just you look good yeah, just too. <laughs> but you know what? I actually love that lesson because it was all about the lighting and, and how just switching the angle you're taking the picture from how much different a picture can look. So anyway, so many good tips. I loved it. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you loved it. And I feel confident that Becky will also enjoy when she gets through that class. She's, it's going to change your life. I'm really excited. And I know the little bit that I do know has really changed my life. And maybe I don't even know what I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm excited to find yes. out all the extra things I can do oh, to be a great it. photographer. You well, thank it. you so much, guys, for stopping by, for spending some time with us. That was a long one with amazing information. Thank you for sticking it out till the end. Hopefully you took something away so you're not afraid, you feel empowered to go and make your family safe, to open up those lines of communication. And thanks for joining us today. Thanks for being here, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. This is Cultivate a Good Life. That was not okay. <laughs> cultivate. Cultivate. Cultivate a Good Life. You sounded like Julia Child. Do I sound like I'm constipated? Because that's what people used to say about me. <laughs> you can just buckle up for at least 20 to 30 more of those comments, okay?